the best bits of the week. The Wake Up With Webster podcast. Well, hello there, poddlers. Poddlers? I think that works. New one. Poddlers, uh, podcats, pod Podders. people. Yeah, we got all of that. Podcast listeners. Pod, 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 pod. Cast. <laughs> I forgot to put podcast in. <laughs> what was that one? I don't know. You'll have to guess. Do it again. Pod, 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 podcast. Yes, this is the fun new game at the start of every podcast now where we've got to try and put pod into a song. Except I was put right on the spot there and actually just did the first one that was in my head. Pod, 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 podcast time. Yeah, okay. What is it? Pink. Pink? Walk me home. Pod, pod, pod and the party pod. That's what yeah. I... That, you, you should have... Oh, come on. You put me on the spot. I went for it. Give it more laldy. Ah. Right. You know, we're just filling in with a bit of fluff right now because in this week's podcast, it is a bumper edition. Well, it kind of is. And it's all about famous people. Well, kind of. Uh, we have an amazing local singer-songwriter artist who has... Well, she's she's gone international. B. Charlotte. Yeah, she's amazing. Completely um, uber talented in all fields of music. I mean, everything. She does it all. Uh, We've known her since she was 13. She's now 21. And she's got a record deal and she's got songs coming out and she's behind a a really amazing thing. She's doing something pretty incredible for International Women's Day. So we'll tell you about that a little bit later on in the podcast. So we also had a kind of another celebrity, a local celebrity from Montrose. Well, everyone uh, listening to the show this week basically put their hand up and said, I'm a celeb. Which is brilliant, yes. <laughs> yeah, we they were. didn't say get me out of here, though. No. Uh, we asked, when have you been on the TV? Because uh, we had someone that was on MasterChef this week. Step up Ewan Walker from Montrose to tell us everything about MasterChef. Uh, honestly, I was looking through a BuzzFeed article, and at the end it was like, hey, if you think you could do this, click this link. And it was just a really long application form. <laughs> And this didn't put you off, because normally a long application form, I'm out yeah. after my name. <laughs> oh, yeah, like, I, uh, it was one of those ones where you fill out a bunch, and you're like, ah, it was long. And then you click, and it's like, here's the next page. And you're like, oh, God. Oh, no. Uh, so I uh, I stopped doing it a couple of times, and then uh, only really kind of picked it up when I kept getting emails being like, hey, you're almost finished. <laughs> <laughs> you're almost finished. You've just got 365 pages still to go. Yeah. I know this is a really silly question, right? But see, before you went on MasterChef, before you applied, did you have a passion for cooking there? Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. I uh, I was cooking weird and wonderful things for friends and family all the time just because... Weird and wonderful? <laughs> Give me a few examples. We've had some pretty interesting things like tofu chocolate mousse. Oh, Ooh. I mean, I'm intrigued by that. It's surprisingly good. It's one of those things that I, uh, I had at a vegan restaurant once and thought, ah, oh, that doesn't sound good. It's actually pretty good. Now, here's the thing, Ewan. Uh, would you consider yourself an all-rounder? You know, could you play in any position if it was a football analogy? So you can handle cooking, frying, poaching, um, other things. That's all I've got Uh, Yeah, I'd like to think that I'm I'm pretty well-rounded I wanted to um, stick in the wheelhouse of Scottish food to start with at least Because you don't want to go out cooking someone else's food Well, can you pull on any culinary delights from around Tayside and Fife or where you stay? What what is Montrose famous for? Yeah, because our bro's got Smokies, Farford's got the Brideys What's what's in Montrose delicacy-wise? Seagulls? (laughs) That's more a Dundee thing, isn't it? (laughs) Or an Aberdeen thing, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was, that was the Aberdeen one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
So they start off with the, the new format where we've got six of us going and we cook our signature dish um, and then they pick two of us to go straight through and they give us an apron so we skip right to the next elimination round. Uh, so that was myself and Charlotte that got that. What? Um, Yay! So you'll be back on the telly tonight? Uh, no, so that was just the first knockout round. They do a couple of knockout rounds in it. Um, so we got through that part and then the other cooks had to cook off in a three-ingredient challenge. Two of them went home at that point and then the two that got through got to cook off again with Charlotte and I and then one of them got eliminated. Uh, Please don't so... tell me I've had premature congratulations here. <laughs> No, no, no. I did manage to scrape through just Yay! by the time of the And what was your signature dish? So I did um, smoked salmon tortellini with uh, bur blanc sauce and uh, dill oil, which sounds really, really fancy. And they kept saying, oh, this is really good. Like, it's Italian food, it's French food. And I was like, mate, it's uh, smoked salmon covered in butter. It's pretty Scottish. <laughs> uh, so let's see what the chefs thought of your speciality dish. 29-year-old Ewan has cooked salmon and ricotta tortellini with smoked salmon fillet, crispy skin, capers, and a beurre blanc sauce. Ooh. You obviously love technique. Smoking fish, making beurre blancs, doing pasta. I'm really impressed. You're just a squeak away from a perfect dish because of seasoning. A squeak? <laughs> really nice fish and nicely made little tortellinis. I like that. He likes it. Yeah. <laughs> what was your exchanges like uh, with uh, the likes of Greg Wallace and, and John? Uh, honestly, with Greg, talked mostly about fruit and veg and uh, rugby. 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 Yeah, big rugby fan. So it was good, uh, good to you know have a little bit of banter about that. Is there anything else you can tell us about what you've got planned? I don't know. Um, I think that Friday's episode should be a really good one. Um, it's got um, Julia Rayner, the food critic, is coming on to uh, criticise all of our food. So that'll be a, a really <laughs> fun. Uh, Not to compliment, <laughs> to criticise. <laughs> So if I was to be one of the winners on Friday, I would go through to Knockout Week. Okay, well, fingers crossed for Knockout Week. And that would, be, that would be next week, would it? Um, I think that's like a month from now, because uh, they've got all the heats first. So, oh, wow. Um, Sounds like you, you have to keep hold of a secret for ages. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not. Good, <laughs> good luck, He's you. He's given nothing yeah, away. Maybe not. <laughs> Wake up with Webster Podcast. It seems like uh, he's not the only person to, in Tayside and Fife to appeared on the telly. Remember when they did European Capital of Culture? Uh, uh, <laughs> here we yeah, go. Yeah, it was the bid for this. Uh, Gary, Gary Clark. Yeah, correct. Yep. From um, Danny Wilson, he, a songwriter. Yeah, he was in the studio next door because they produced a song. It was brilliant for to go along with the bid. And Webster didn't really think about this as he was being interviewed um, by all the cameras next door. And in the background, all you see is Webster gaily scooshing his uh, aftershave. Yeah, well, we were about to do an interview and, you know, we've been... It's kind of funky in the studio sometimes if you've been here for four hours and you want to smell nice. Only at your side. So I've got a, a selection <laughs> of aftershaves that I got from the pound shop uh, that sit here in the studio. And yeah, I was caught on camera spraying it on my armpits. <laughs> <laughs> Not even deodorant though. But you the, don't put aftershave on your armpits. The funny thing was is that the STV, the news people, the editor, whoever's in charge there, didn't even notice. Nah. It was listeners that had seen the seen it on the news and like, hey Webster, what is that you in the background spraying? Sprucing yourself up. So yeah, that is my claim to fame. Uh, well, Lainey called us um, and she has an absolute, well, it was a shocking story. We, we did not see this going this way. 
we were in the Royal Bank of Scotland in South Street, Perth, and he would only be about maybe two and a half, three maximum. And there used to be a little table where they had building bricks, etc., on it for the kids to amuse themselves while you know the parents were being um, doing, doing grown-up adult stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So he was busy pottering away, and I was standing in the queue, and uh, there was a fair queue behind me. So anyway, gets my business, gets my boy, and away we go on our merry day that evening and the 10 o'clock news I happened to look and I thought there's my Jordan in the bag <laughs> oh my god there's me in the bag <laughs> lo, lo and behold the guy that was standing two behind me held up the RBS what? what? He, he was in the queue <gasps> honest to god and the, the fairly had tried to hold up the RBS in the South Street purse and he made his getaway and he ended up trying to board a train going away up north from the train station. But they got the ferry, but I couldn't believe I'm standing innocently in the bank and two behind me, there's a, a bank robber. Right, so oh it's, it's the CCTV footage that they showed on the telly and you're in it. Yeah, my boy was playing with the bricks and I'm standing wow. there. I thought you were going to say oh, it was an advert for RBS yeah, or something I, that's like what that. I thought. If you check back in the, the archive of RBS history, you were feet away from a dangerous criminal. Aye, and he tried to hold up the bank and he made his getaway, but they got him. Just at the fact that I was sitting off my supper and there we are. <laughs> i the bank going away to be attempted to be robbed. What's crazy is that you, you left with your boy and then you mustn't have turned round and saw anything going on from that no, chap behind you. I didn't sense anything. I just turned round and I thought, oh God, there's a fair cue there. And got my boy back in the buggy and away we went. And it was nothing until I watched the news that night. Wake up with Webster Podcast. The best bits of the week. Who do you want to be? Charlotte. Yourself. Oh, okay. So you would yeah, be, yeah, yeah. be Claire, be Webster, be Charlotte. Be you. Is uh, an amazing singer. Be Charlotte. Please search her out on socials and love her work because she is amazing. Uh, she's a young girl who started uh, at Morgan Academy in Dundee, a music class, getting G'd on by her teachers. Her biggest gig of the year, uh, which she told us about, was performing at the fireworks for us. Yeah, the TFM fireworks uh, always pulling a huge crowd, and she she was there, uh, nervous, but she, she got through it and couldn't believe that she had done it. And since then, she's gone up and up and up in the music world. International. St- Star. It's our great pleasure and delight to now welcome into the Wake Up with Webster studio the one and only B. Charlotte Woo! is oh. in the house. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Good Excited. to have you back. I know. Uh, it's been a while. I mean, we've known you since you were, what, fifth year? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think, yeah, I, I was like, I started gigging when I was around 13, and then, yeah, I played. Um, at, at fireworks night, that was probably when I was around what fifteen or something like. That. I remember so. how nervous. I still remember how nervous you were yeah, that night, so uh, as, as you would be. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a massive crowd there. Yeah, it was my biggest gig I'd ever played at that point. There was just yeah, too many people. I think. Uh, <laughs> at least you can see the whites of their eyes. Yeah. <laughs> dark. Very yeah, intense, right there. Yeah. Very, very image. Uh, an image we need in our heads for that. Seeing the white of the eyes. <laughs> no, that would just put you off more, wouldn't it? Especially yeah. as a young performer. But now, since then, fast forward. to to, what you're now 20 22 22 with a record deal yeah, and, yeah <laughs> amazing an, an album ready to be released yeah you've directed your own music video uh, and you've written all your songs yeah. it's it's incredible how are you feeling about it all yeah it's mental I think for me um, I guess nothing too much changes I'm still I'm just get you just get busier I guess and it's just um, 
I've always had all these sort of ideas and plans in my head and it's just now realising that I can just do them and I can just give them a go and it doesn't matter sort of who else is on board or what anyone else is thinking I can just give these things a go and for me it's so it's always been important like from when I started to sort of just document a real um, a real journey and the real side of it too so it's never been I've never pretended that oh it's glamorous and yeah I'm famous already and all that <laughs> stuff it just doesn't it doesn't work for me and no it seems like you've been non-stop to, yeah yeah it's been pretty busy but it's a good a good kind of busy um, and it's just it's fun it's fun to sort of just yeah do everything I guess and I love being able to obviously write the songs and play them live but then also doing video stuff as well it's just just really fun my last video was like my favorite thing i've ever done so far so it was just really it's really good to sort of push myself as well I think. it's nice to see you see you come back here and perform quite a few times you did the perth festival yes, that was um great. you did the launch for the vna the, yeah. the launch night for that which was quite amazing as well um what's it like because this time you're coming back you've done this before a schools tour what what's the kind of theory behind that yeah, so I've done it um, a couple of times now and I guess they've both sort of been trial runs at it and it's it's mainly because as well when I look at booking gigs in Scotland um, sometimes I really struggle for under 18 events and I know that there's that's my target audience and that that's people who I want to I, I knew at that age that I really wanted to go to shows and how difficult it was for me to be able to go and play gigs it was really impossible and um, so I want to kind of bring the gig experience to them and also to tell them a little bit about what I've done and to show them that somebody like me or somebody from Dundee or somebody that is just a normal person that can go and get your dreams and go and do what you want to do. Put in the hard graft. Yeah, definitely. Put I in think. the time and effort yeah. uh, and you, you never know. I mean, look at that. That Rumours Don't Work video is incredible. Oh, thank you. Oh, Thanks. so good. Yeah. yeah thank you. I it, like the it kind It needs of... to be seen by more people. I know. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I know. I was thinking that last night, actually. Um, <laughs> no, I, yeah, I'm really... Um, I'm not the type of person that is... I don't know, I'm always very quite... Um, I just say, yeah, it's cool, yeah, thank you very much. But with, with Rumours Don't Work, the song, um, because uh, this one I just wrote by myself, there was no one else really involved and I produced it. And then with the video too, to be... I worked so closely with the director and she, she's incredible as well. Um, it just feels so me and it's just something I feel so proud of and it's quite a nice feeling to kind of have that and also be able to be signed and all that but also feel like, it, yeah, this is genuinely me and what I want to do as a person. Just to take you back to the video for a second, because I know you were talking about the song there. The outfits yeah. that you were wearing were amazing. How many changes? Uh, there was a lot. So there were six characters in total. And obviously they each um, sort of portrayed a different era as well, which also added to it. So we had the 20s, the 50s, the 60s and the 70s, and then a sort of real futuristic one. Um, but it was, yeah, it was so much fun. I, I loved I loved it. I was super nervous before it, because the last time like, I'd acted, I guess, was like in school doing like standard grade drama or something, so I just <laughs> had no clue. But as soon as it, it yeah, it's just it's easier. I, I kind of prefer it sometimes to photo shoots as well, because you get to move and you just kind of get to get in the zone. And the team that I was working with were all amazing, so that really, that really helped. But yeah, the outfits were incredible and the makeup and yeah everything every element was great all I had to do was just pose and sing and <laughs> pretend to be all these different people which was quite fun <laughs> the thing is I suppose since you started singing at school and, and coming to TFM firework events and yeah. so on since you were 13 things have changed in the world haven't they I mean the, the way people are perceived now I mean I think I think uh, just walking around you've you feel like you're now living in a society that, that is accepting of everyone and you're you're even more comfortable in your own skin 
Uh, I, I don't just mean you, Charlotte. I mean everyone. Yeah. I think things have changed. I can now walk out my front door with Crocs on, for example, without getting <laughs> no. laughed at. No, he can't. What? Ever. What? Ever. What? Ever. Not in here, anyway. No, definitely not. <laughs> but you know what I mean? It, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's it just changed society. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you're, you're embracing it. And when can we expect this album then? <laughs> um, yeah, I think for me, I've, I've always, I guess, my name kind of gives it away in a sense. Be Charlotte has always been about being myself and encouraging other people to be themselves because I think it's just so important. I, I never want to... I felt myself a few times you get caught up in, oh, somebody else is doing that, somebody else is doing that, I must do that. And it's like, no, that's not what I want to do. And I think, yeah, it's an exciting time that we're now sort of... People are more accepted and, and more allowed to be exactly who they want to be. Um, and obviously that still comes with the downsides of there's still some people who are in the dark ages and can't catch up with that. But I think, yeah, it's a really exciting time. And, yeah, for me, I just want to, I guess, keep spreading that message. But in terms of an album... Um, uh, I don't know, <laughs> but my EP is coming out uh, in May, which is really five exciting. five tracks. Um, yes, with, yeah. yes, with a um, a little like acoustic version of one of them too. But yeah, I'm really excited. They're all songs that um, I've been working on for quite a while. And some of them I wrote maybe three or four years ago, um, and then I've got so many songs as well that I just can't wait to release. So yeah, there's going to be so many songs out this year, which is just exciting. That's just what I want to do. <laughs> this is why you seem the perfect choice. And after everything you said about being yourself, uh, be Charlotte, uh, you are now leading the first all-female songwriting camp for yes. International Women's Day. That's yes. amazing. Yeah, in Scotland, I may add. The first one in Scotland, I believe. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. It's something I've wanted to do for a long time. And um, I've been to a few songwriting camps myself. And they're quite intense experiences. You basically wake up, write songs, record them go to sleep and then wake up and then every day it's sort of like with different people you've never met before and um, it can be quite intense uh, and myself I've never went to an all-female one before and, and especially in songwriting sessions or producers there's just a, a lack of women across the board in the music industry so like for PRS which is the the performing rights society yeah, yeah. They, they basically the professional body I guess for songwriters there's only 20% membership are, are female so that kind of shows us where that's at and the, that's just in the UK I mean, I've known that for a few years, and when I first learned that, I was a bit shocked. Like, I didn't. It just made it so clear that how bad it is, I guess, the situation. Um, so yeah, this year we just thought with International Women's Day coming up, we just thought we'd give it a go. Um, we're just, I'm just doing it myself, organising it all, and um, I've invited some songwriters and artists that I, I like who are sort of already releasing music and. At, I guess a similar stage to me and they're, they're just going out and doing it and I find that really inspiring so I've invited local them. people that you know um, so there's a mixture there's some local um, some local people and there's some uh, I've got a writer from Germany and from Ireland as well which is really exciting um, so yeah it's sort of a mixture but this is the first one um, and there's no funding or nobody else involved so I've had to sort of scale it back from what I would like to in my head basically <laughs> but this is the first one I hope to do another one this year as well and just sort of mainly I guess build a community and just just show people that we can just do it and it's the same with the schools tour it's not something people online um, there's obviously a lot of opinions and people always say what they think is wrong and what, what's wrong with this and wrong with that and these aren't things that people can't do and, and I just it was just that mindset I had to change in my head to think oh I can just do it and I can sort of show other people that you can just yeah go ahead and make it happen so yeah I'm really excited that's that's next week so yeah just, second yeah. and third of March yeah so what can people expect 
Like, what? how is it all going to work? Yeah. <laughs> um, so basically, um, I, we're just doing two days. So sometimes a camp can last a week. Um, but this first one, I just wanted to do a couple of days. Um, and everyone's going to come to Dundee. And um, we're doing it at the Botanic Garden. So Dundee University have, the University of Dundee have uh, kindly given us the space, which was really great. We just told them about the project and they were really excited and they wanted to help. So it, it's great. So there's, they've got in the garden, there's sort of three um, little hut type buildings and we're going to use them as our spaces. Um, so we're going to yeah, start the day and do some writing um, and then have some lunch and then write some more. Now, um, it must be difficult. I'm glad you've got that space there sorted out because I'm picturing if loads of people are you know trying to write songs, they want to <laughs> sing them out loud to see yeah. what they sound like. <laughs> yeah. Suddenly you've got nine, ten people all singing different songs yeah. at the same time. I know, but yeah. So it's important to have the different spaces for sure. So being, um, I've got, um, my aim was to have nine uh, or twelve songwriters because usually groups of three work better. And I think I've got around uh, 10 or 11 now, including myself, because uh, I obviously take part as well, which is it's the fun part. Um, but yeah, it's important to have the different spaces. I'm just going to write um, a song a day um, and change the groups up. And then on the second evening, um, we're going to have a, just a listening party just for the participants. And then I'm playing a show at Asai um, in the town um, where I'm going to play some of my own songs, but strip back. And then we're going to debut some of the songs from the camp if if everyone's cool with that. But That's so, uh, <laughs> Tuesday, uh, March the 3rd yes. for Asai Records. Yeah. You know, the <laughs> exciting thing about it, though, is if you get new songs after these <laughs> sessions yeah. wow you've got uh, what something else to put to the album would you take credit Charlotte or well, yeah it just depends so there's going to be um, three groups and within that group um, everyone themselves are artists as well as songwriters so sometimes it kind of just depends someone might feel more strongly that Do you know what this feels like it could be my song um, or, or it could be for someone else Um but what happens is everyone gets an equal share of the writing sort of credit and then it's up to those people in that room if they feel like they want it and if they don't then someone else might like to release it but usually in a session there's usually someone who's like no this feels like this feels like it's for me it feels like it's my sort of vibe what's the uh f- like for anyone who doesn't have any background in songwriting yeah. at all like is this for any kind of level experience or um would you have expected them to have done a little bit of songwriting before well I mean, there's definitely a mixture on this first camp. They all have experience as being artists, I guess, and as gigging and writing. But I think some of them haven't um, written with other people before or necessarily in sort of an intense environment, like write a song a day. Do you ever get fights? No. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I haven't. No, personally not. But I'm sure it could happen. But yeah, hopefully not at this camp. I've carefully selected people that I think, you know, won't fight. But um, yeah, I I think... It'll be a friendly, relaxed environment. It'll be really friendly. And yeah, we'll we'll be BFFs. Uh, What I'm I'm interested in is uh, the way you produce it because once you've written a song it's yeah. then how is it going to sound do we have strings coming in here will the drums come yeah. out of the guitar because we tried to put a song together at New Year we came up with a New Year anthem with uh, help from listeners Ogmanay song yes. Ogmanay yeah. song and uh, we, we know it was really difficult trying to th- figure out which bits to go where no I know that, that, that for me that is the tricky part as well because sometimes I start so many songs and then it's just like how, how do you finish it how do you know what happens but I think yeah I, I like to um, I do a bit of my own production as well so usually if I start on guitar or piano then I'll put it into uh, software like Ableton and then sort of mess around with it there so for the camp my my aim is just that we write the songs so if that's just on guitar or on keys but there are a couple of us or a few of us that do a bit of production too so um, we'll probably be building up the song as we go so a lot of sessions that sometimes I go to 
um, and I'm working with another producer, it all gets produced in the day and then the song's done in the day, which is pretty mental. Like that was a new <laughs> concept for me and took a while to get used to. Um, so that's not, this this if that happens at this songwriting camp, then that'll be amazing. But for me, I just want to focus on writing the songs and just, yeah, d- doing that. And I've also, um, from the music video, there was the different eras. So I've been researching different women from those eras as well. And we're going to use that as sort of catalyst for a lot of the song ideas. So it's kind of, even if it's just um, taking a fact about a woman from the 20s and then putting it into everyday life now and kind of just giving a different perspective for the songs. Why do you think it's so important to kind of almost push forward the female aspect of it? I mean, I know it's incorporating International Women's Day and stuff, but why? Why? Um, I, I think because it just, yeah, I feel like I, I, have, a, I have a small platform, but I have a platform that I can show that I am speaking up for what I believe in and, and I believe that there should be more um, equality in, in the music industry and whether that's in behind the scenes, writing, producing, uh, it, labels and, and stuff like that or whether it's on the stage as well and, and sort of performing or festival lineups and all that stuff. Like I think we're now at a time where everyone's, it feels like it's a real bubbling point and everyone's really really ready to just say this isn't this isn't good enough and we need to step up and for me I don't want to be another voice within that and just saying how much I dislike other people it, it, for me I want to just do something that's empowering and that just shows that we can change it if we just sort of go back to the source of the problem and for me that is um, young girls being confident enough to to make music so that's a part of the schools too and then also just encouraging more women to write and to perform and and that's part of the songwriting camp, really. So that's kind of... I've been trying to figure out for the past few years how to articulate what I think about it all, and this is my only way I can <laughs> sort of get well, it out. you articulated it perfectly there. That was no, very thanks. well said. Uh, plus, one of the main reasons to get more female songwriters is so uh, we can get Ed Sheeran out of the charts. <laughs> he's taking over all the time, isn't he? Yeah, uh, but he's good, though. Yeah. yeah, he is good. We'll give him that. Yeah, he's pretty talented, that guy. Uh, what gigs have you got coming up, then, Charlotte? I keep seeing you posting up things. Yeah, um, so I'm playing... Obviously Asai Records, which I'm really looking forward to. Um, I've got a London show um, happening the following week. Um, I'm also playing a festival out in Zurich, which is exciting. And then a couple of festivals um, over the summer, one in Perth and one in Lithgow, How do they handle the Dandoyan <laughs> dialect in Zurich? I think they're all right. I went, uh, I was out there on a tour in October last year, and it was one of my favourite gigs actually. And they were all really nice. And um, so they, yeah, they were they were cool. I was touring with the Lafontaines, who obviously, brilliant. Wow. So yeah. They, uh, Kerr raps in his own Scottish accent so they like they had they, they were used to the accent I mean they knew what they were in for basically Do you know that's what I really like actually because no one ever sings in their true accent anymore and I love that about your songs especially mm. like Do Not Disturb was one of my favourites oh thank you um, and the, your new song as well you do it I, I just yeah. love it I think it's great and it shows like staying true to yourself basically yeah definitely I think when I first started out and probably when I first played at the fireworks night I didn't sing how I sing now like I was really I was just really trying to find my voice and my inspirations were like Ed Sheeran and lots of different people and I hadn't really heard um, somebody singing in their own Scottish accent, I guess, apart from the Proclaimers and Paul Natini. Um, and then as I started writing more songs and I would write little sort of spoken word bits and then that encouraged me to realise, oh, I can actually just sing sort of how I speak as well. And Plus, some sometimes words, slang words and Dundonian can fit in instead of <laughs> yeah. the actual word yeah, no, and it kind of helps the process. Yeah, true. Yeah, there are, it's, it's difficult sometimes though uh, in songwriting sessions when I'm with other people or working with other producers who aren't Scottish and I try and 
they, they're like, oh, what about this word? And what about this word? And they're like, no, it doesn't really work for me. Like, I can't say, like, I don't know. I would love girl. it. Girl, it's uh, quite hard. <laughs> like, I wonder, it doesn't sound as cool. Could we come up with a mission for Charlotte? What, to get Ken in. There's one yeah, of my okay, favourite right. words, one of my favourite Dundonian words. I would love it if you've got it in, if you get it into a song. Right. Tackle. Come on. <laughs> Tackle. Yeah. It means brilliant. It means yeah, amazing. Okay. Imagine if you get that in a song. It feels like it could be in a good like dance song or something. I mean, like before the drop. Tackle. 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 I'll try. Right? Or Maybe even... that's the mission for the songwriting camp. Yeah. yeah. Right, wow. girls. Get the word tackle in there. Yeah. Your mission, should you choose to accept it. Yeah. <laughs> or eh, instead of yes. Yeah, true. Eh. Yeah, eh. <laughs> that's the good thing about the Scottish like slang to a certain extent. If you can't find something that rhymes with pen, for example, yeah. don't know why you would be singing about that, but you can just say Ken. Yeah, true. Yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah. That's, the, that's the ultimate songwriting skill that I've got right up there. That's, that's about as far as I pen can reach. Pen and Ken, I I've like peaked. it. Yeah, we should maybe not let Charlotte hear our Hogmanay song after that, Claire. <laughs> Thank you. Um, ruined it. Have you got a, a name for your album yet? No. Tackle. K- kind Tackle. of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's it, yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's a debut album. Tackle. Tackle. Yeah. Sounds oh. good, actually. Yeah. Oh, she loves herself, doesn't she? Yeah. She's tackle. Yeah. <laughs> Pure tackle, yeah. yeah. That's it. Okay, right, great, thanks. That's that. Yeah, tackle. Off the to-do list. Album title done. <laughs> nice one. I'm glad we could help. Um, right, listen, we really wish you the best of luck. Thank you so the, much. The songwriting camp uh, is an incredible move. Uh, and it's a, a spotlight that needs to be shined on that industry so th- uh, nice one Charlotte and I can't wait to hear what songs come out of it yes yeah, same I know they should be tackled yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so <laughs> Wake Up With Webster Podcast and when B Charlotte came in she brought her guitar I, oh, I just oh, 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 I just trapped my hand underneath the desk and the, the arm of the chair it was Alan Smith was walking past. I was going to wave at him, and oh, that was a scrape. Shouldn't be distracted. Mon. <sighs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> and when Charlotte came in, she brought a guitar and sung a little number for us as well. And you can check that out on our socials. Yeah, wake up with Webster Facebook page. All right, let's do it. This is the the new way to round off the show. Thanking an individual listener every podcast, making a phone call, catching up, and saying thanks for listening. Because we couldn't have a show without them. And Claire, I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling. Do you tell me when it's stopped? Mm-hmm. Scroll, 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 and for movies. He's from our broth, I think. I think we've spoken to him before on the show. Let's see if he will answer. Can you say his name? Steve. He sounds like he should be on the radio. Steve Wild. It's a shame. It doesn't look like he's going to answer. You normally only give it like five or six rings. Yeah. You know what? He makes, uh, in his garage, in our broth, he makes life-size Iron Man and Hulkbusters and... Uh, kind of Avengers stuff that he makes as a welder. Nah, we're not going to get him. That's a bummer. All right, scroll, 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 scroll. Stop. Stop. Sophie, she's a hairdresser. Come on, Sophie, don't let us down. She studied at Dundee and Angus College, lives in Blair Gowrie. Come on, Soph. Hello. Sophie. Hello. Hello. Good morning uh, or good day. 
madam. Um, but it's Webster and Claire <laughs> here at TFM. Sophie, Hello? yeah, can you hear us okay? I can, yes. Right, this is going to sound a little bit strange, but we are recording our podcast right now and you're live on it. Okay. You want to say hi to your mum? Hi, mum. <laughs> <laughs> so, i tell you what we're doing. Um, I've made it my mission to individually phone up a, a random listener on the podcast every week just to say thanks Thank for you. listening. Yep. Okay. So, so you're thanks. today. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. I just looked at my phone and I thought, oh, is this an accident or... Is it cash register? No, <laughs> sadly no. not, Sophie. Uh, listen, let, can we have a little catch up as well? We want to get to know our listeners. So what do you do, Sophie? Where are you from? Um, I'm from Spitalfield and I'm a hairdresser. Oh, um, nice. What's the name of the salon? Um, Cut Above in Blair Gowdy. In Blair. Right, can you yes. can you work on roots? Because... Uh, what are you trying to say? I need mine done. Oh, there we go. <laughs> what makes you listen to TFM then? Um, I just, it's something I always just put on on the car on the way to work. I quite enjoy listening to the cash register and the game shows that you play as well. The game shows. you got to love yeah. the quiz, the game shows. Yeah, <laughs> it's all about the quiz. It so, gets your yes, brain ticking over in the morning. What are you doing this weekend then? Um, well, it's my little boy's birthday next weekend, so we're heading up to Landmark tomorrow. Oh, nice. The land of adventure. So that's exciting. Yeah, please get back to me, Sophie. You can send me a message and tell me how that goes because I'm, I'm swithering about taking my boys to Landmark. It's quite a drive. Yeah, I know. Hopefully it'll be worth it when we get up there. Right, Sophie. Well, listen, that was nice. Uh, just a little catch-up to say thank you for listening to TFM and please keep it up. No problem. Thank you very much. <laughs> Anything you want to say to anyone? Um, She's on the spot. Off the top of my head, no, you've got me, um, Plus, it you've sounds like you're me, reversing uh, a tractor or something as well. <laughs> Multi-skilling. <laughs> <laughs> Sophie, uh, I'm glad you answered. That was so nice of you. Thanks again. No, no problem. Bye for now. Okay, I see you. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Oh, and you know what? I just got a, a message back from Tony who we tried to phone. Sorry I missed your call. I was changing my three-month-old baby nappy. What was the call Aww. for? I'll get back to Tony just to say thanks as well. Yep. Okay. That's right. another three listeners I feel like we've just ticked off in this one podcast. Wow, this has been a, a total... Bumper, Bumper edition. Yeah. Thanks for checking it out. Wake up a Webster podcast. Please spread the news. Press the subscribe button. Tell your mum and dad and neighbours and pets uh, that we need their ears. And you can listen to us every weekday, <laughs> 6 to 10 a.m. right here on TFM. Thanks. The Wake Up with Webster podcast. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and at tfm.co.uk. And listen live on TFM weekday mornings from 6.